With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, welcome to American Liberties Wednesday Night Call. Today is the 21st of March of 2018. And, um, and tonight, as usual, we're going to be talking pretty much the same old, same old, even though that Many people say, God, isn't there anything new? Well, no, nothing's new underneath the sun. And that's, that's even scriptural. And um, But no, there really isn't because, you know, we, we keep hammering on the same things because people are always looking for something new like, oh, it, oh this has got to work. You know, like I have one guy email me when I send an email out he said, yeah, we know all of this. How is it working for you? I said, well, you know, in, in, in a lot of cases, it's working fine for me. But he keeps hammering, you know, he keeps having a problem with, uh, you know, the, federal, uh, the California tax board and the, and the federalities and, and all civil. that. I beg your pardon? Civil. And, yeah, and civil. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, civil and 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 they do and they and they do keep coming at you but again that's when you got to turn the tables and go after them with with criminal with with criminal charges because they even though it's civil they're coming after you trying to steal trying to steal your property and um and so that's when you can turn around and you know and look at Title 18, 1343, fraud by wire, radio, or TV, or 1341, using the mail, and many other things. But the but always, always deny that you owe it. I mean, this is what I do. I'm not telling you what to do now. You know, I'm not giving you legal advice. But I deny owing anything and and throw it back at them. How does Section 83 operate in your conclusion that my that the money you claim I owe was gross income? Now I want to make a note and bring you up to date on several, uh, not several, but a couple people that were, you know, that especially had gone in front of the grand jury, and I haven't heard from them. Not that they mean they they're off behind the wall. I haven't heard from them because they haven't gotten indicted as of this time. It doesn't mean they're not going to. But it's interesting that they did have the opportunity to go in front of the grand jury and make a presentment to the grand jury to ask them how does Section 83 operate in your tax return. <laughs> you know? And um, so, you know, so that's relatively good news. You know that that they haven't heard from the grand jury, so what we're doing is effective. It is being a, a, a effective, and there's there's a couple that um, 
there's a couple people that have been indicted that did not get to go in front of a grand jury, but they did get indicted, and um, and we'll see what happens in 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 the upcoming times. Um, I can't make any predictions or anything about it because I don't really know about a whole lot about the case enough to to even talk about it. So with that being said. Um, Everything that I, 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 I come from uh, talking about this is from a gentleman that I met over 10 years ago now that when I was going in front of a grand jury, uh, prior to that, uh, I had joined this criminal complaint that was sent to Congress and uh, in 2006. And, and in 2000, at the end of 2006, I was invited to appear before the grand jury and and I was able to present the criminal complaint as my my evidence to support my belief that the tax code didn't apply to me in this instance and and I would challenge the grand jury I did challenge the grand jury to challenge the DOJ and the IRS because I have unsuccessfully, it's for the reason I'm here before you, Grand Jury, that I, I that the tax code doesn't apply to me. However, if you can get them to answer right. their questions here, my questions here, I'd be glad to pay all taxes, penalties, and interest. If not, I want you to indict them for these following crimes, and I gave them a list of crimes to indict them. And I haven't heard back from the grand jury in 10 years, 11 years now. So I think that's a good plus. Now, I'm fighting them civilly, which, you know, have been, uh, and I haven't heard from them civilly for 10 years. It wasn't until I applied for Social Security. That's when they jumped on me like, you know, like you know the old saying, and um, and and now I'm back in the fight again, and um, but it is what it is until the day it isn't. But until then, I like to present David Marilyn. He is uh, uh, the author of We V as in Victor Gov dot com, and for those who are not familiar with that website i i would i would submit that you go there and take a look around and you probably will be there for several months there are a ton of good information there that you can't escape so david are you on yeah and other property the reason i answered you was never he asked uh would you go into court to stop an irs property seizure I view civil as a waste of time. And the only rights you can still have in America are the rights of the criminal defendant. Everybody else loses automatically. I spend no time on civil because success is so few and far between. Uh, This is David Merlin, Dave from the grave. Um, I... uh, I'm almost over the flu, uh, worst f- flu I, I ever had. I live in Seattle, downtown, 
talking projectile vomit, uh, explosive diarrhea, thousands of these nasty little gray scabs and uh, purulent pustules. And that was just the gay pride parade. <laughs> so I made my way home because I felt the, like the first tinge of a fever coming on. You know, it comes it, you just get a feeling. And it stays with you, and it only gets worse. And so when I got home, I said, you know, it would be nice to have a fire tonight if I'm going to get the flu. So I got in my trunk, and I picked up a six-pack of Presto logs. They're the compressed sawdust logs. They weigh five pounds apiece. A bundle of six weighs about 31 pounds. And I picked that up in my right hand by the handle on it and uh, carried it in my right hand. 70 feet from my car to my fireplace without weight in my left hand to balance it out. And it pinched the ever-loving hell out of my lower lumbar spine on the right-hand side. And I spent three days coughing and sneezing with a severe lower back injury. Both of them made me long for the gay pride parade. Anyway, uh, this is David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything sounds like that to you, just consider something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. I've never had a fever that bad either. I uh, wasn't taking my temperature. I'm just going to ride it out. But uh, one particular dynamic of that fever, I can't really recall having uh, anywhere nearly as intensely as I had it during that fever. And that was, I'd go to sleep. It felt like I'd been asleep for an hour. I'd look at the clock. It's been a minute. It's like time stood still, and this is going to take forever. Oh, you're trying to last three days? Well, that's two weeks from now type thing. Amazing. Uh, Get a flu vaccine shot uh, or um, fruit juice through the flu uh, flu season, get on a diet of uh, fruit. Anyway, uh, welcome to the call. Hi, Serpico. The the gentleman from California, the FTB, the California uh, Franchise Tax Board, is California's IRS and uh, tax code section 17081 in California. Their code 17081 incorporates into state law section 83 so it's the law in california too and this man that has civil problems i don't know why and i understand it's very stressful to go through leaning and levying when uh, uh the law is a secret the guy was a a bigly successful businessman at one point in time the irs has gouged him for over a million dollars now and they're back on him like flies on stink. And I keep telling him, I don't do civil. They're a specialist. Get H&R Block between you and the government. You have to kiss ass that much or shut up because you don't win civil. And uh, I'm not going to tell him that way. However, I've told him in email, I don't do civil. I wish I could help you. If I could help people in civil trouble, I'd be doing it. They're always the people with the least money, too. All their money's been taken by the government. So uh, it's just not a field I ever went into. And uh, you should get the point. All my experience 
all that time, I could have been trying to help lean the levees. I might have had an answer or two. And he doesn't look at all my experience and the fact that I've narrowed it down only to preventing indictment. He hasn't looked at it from that point of view yet. All of this knowledge and experience, and I've narrowed it down to preventing indictment by proving a lack of willfulness, has nothing to do with the law. And he doesn't get it. So uh, uh, it gets kind of annoying from this guy. But anyway, um, uh, another quick thing I wanted to give to you. Um, Let's see. Doggone, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Um, The, uh, I'll have to move on to something else. Um, I think it was about what Chris had to say in his intro. Um, So you see that the law just doesn't even matter and they'll destroy you because it can only happen one way. America has no court. Every judge is as corrupt as the day is long. The Section 83 argument will prove it. There. The law that explains how to tax the entire workforce is out of bounds because the judges are corrupt. You won't find an easier example of corruption to prove than that. Now, um, let's see. Oh, uh, Kurt Riggin arranged for me to meet somebody who has a couple of uh, defects he says he's discovered in the enactment of the Internal Revenue Code which is an area I've never researched. I just went right into the tax code with the tools they say are available to, uh, to me, and I did all my work on that level. He started first by asking, excuse me, do you even have a law? Okay, and that's a, respons- that's a responsible researcher. I was in this to help other people and to uh, keep them from harming me. And uh, he's in it for knowledge. And I had to call Kurt Riggin back and admonish him. I said, I'm calling to admonish you for poorly preparing me to meet this guy. You should have told me to wear a diaper. The guy's knowledge of the law could accidentally crush me. And uh, this weekend or the following weekend, it depends on my back. Might not be able to do it by Saturday because it's a three-hour drive and three hours back. So uh, anyway, um, I get his entire archive going back to typewritten pleadings in the 70s. And eventually, it'll all be online for free. And uh, the guy is such a serious mind about law. It shook me. The the stuff he said, it's like when you get to a certain uh, point in the knowledge curve. Hey, you can really move in traffic court. Then you go up the curve. Hey, you can go to superior court and sue the mayor or whatever. That's pretty good, guy. Keep learning. And you go up the knowledge curve. Hey, you know how to sue a federal district court? And uh, you can do what? Right along that knowledge curve, you acquire an insight so that when you listen to somebody, 
You can tell if their feet are on the ground. <laughs> and uh, it's like when I sit and listen to attorneys, I can pick out the Democrats from the Republicans. It's that bad. But uh, what tells me is that feely, warm, squishy makes it into their perception of how the law should operate, whereas a logical person will say, well, no, you can't really sue for that. Or, uh, yeah, you got a claim here. Let's do this, do that. i got to write this brief, that brief. And you hear them go to town on it. Great, business, professional, that's what I'm looking for. So when you listen to attorneys, you listen to others speak about the law, I know that I could research the law to that level. I chose not to. I found certain tools in the tax code and decided to go to work with those tools offensively by going to tax court on up in the 90s. And since then, it's been offense. Uh, I'll play defense until they violate the court rules, but then I go on and on. I'll play defense until they violated the law, and then I go on the offense. And uh, it's nobody wants to pick this up. And when I listened to this guy, um, he found statutory tools or defects in whether or not the statute should even be enforced. In all the cases he's litigated in, he says he's been to court 300 times, lost once. And it's because of knowledge of the law, not because of tactics like I use. Criminal complaint for you, I can arrest you, okay? No, it's just, excuse me, the law is being violated this way. Here are the legislative notes. Here are the articles leading up to the enactment of it. And he just, he does a ream on the history of the statute they're trying to use until he irons out that they're misenforcing. So a different brand of, uh, of jurist. I'm fairly sure he has a few IQ points on me. I have an encyclopedic memory. He has a photographic memory. His eyes and his brain take pictures of pages. My brain does not. But man, can I remember a lot of stuff. (laughs) And I had a U.S. attorney tell me one day, you do have a fantastic memory. Thanks. Let's get to the justice part, all right? Just close your whole servant breath. But anyway, I was ill-prepared to meet the guy because, quite frankly, I'd never spoken to anybody that knew that much about American jurisprudence. But I know enough so that when he spoke, I could see that. And I didn't have to sit and think about it for a week to call up Kurt Riggin and tell him that you should have told me to wear a diaper. I called him the next day. Uh, Really, this guy could just squash me. And I'm not willing to do the work anymore. I'm out. I'm out of here. But anyway, um, just fantastic. I get his whole archive. And I've, I've spoken on the phone with him for an hour in one conversation and two hours in another conversation. But 
with Kurt Riggins recommendations, this man that's uh, basically diabetes terminal. Uh, Kurt has convinced him that I'm the one who should have his archive. So yay, man. Yay. Uh, free, real information about the law coming in the next probably six months. Uh, man civilly sued. I don't even know what state he's in yet. A doctor sued by the government over taxes. And they haven't mentioned. Hey, Chris. Yeah, I'm trying. I try to get him before he does it, but he, he's quick. Okay, stay on the bottom of the list. Um, I'd like to meet that person and kick him in the crotch. So, the doctor civilly sued by the IRS, which means they want to gather information, discovery, follow his record so they can shape a criminal case against him. That's how it's done. And uh, I'm trying to get the job. He's still in civil court. I did this once before. Somebody in civil court, hey, the IRS has sued me. I said, I can't blame him. Look at you. No. Um, he said he was. it didn't have anything to do with Section 83. It was about, uh, they said he was operating an illegal tax shelter. He had a warehouse bank. That's where I take out a, uh, I get a limited liability company, and I take out my bank account, and then I solicit people to put their funds on account with me in my account. And every month for a fee, I'll write company checks to pay their light bill, their car payment, maybe their mortgage, whatever. And you get that much banking privacy out of it. And um, over three years, he handled $28 million. And we met, and I said, I don't even need, I don't even want your case, but I need the money. And uh, you're going to lose the civil. They're after criminal. You will lose the civil. You'll have to cough up all of your records. And the best I can do is shove your foot up their asses over the tax code to a point where they're going to be really stupid if they indict you thereafter. Uh, Just because I'm going to humiliate them. We're using just the tax code. So I said, okay, let's go for it. And he filed an answer to their lawsuit saying a couple things but not claiming those things as a basis of remedy, like, I don't know what we're doing here. U.S. citizens are only named in regulation. And uh, then he filed a a counterclaim, and he alleged the same thing, but not as a basis for relief. And uh, then uh, I think we filed a criminal complaint into U.S. District Court for – or in state court for residential burglary, computer trespass, and unlawful imprisonment. Because when they came to his house, they kept him out of his house while they searched it. If they don't have authority to do that, that's unlawful imprisonment. It's residential burglary. They took his computers and opened them. That's computer trespass. Felonies. 
then he and I were co-plaintiffs in superior court and sued for a declaratory judgment. Since I'm a co-plaintiff, I could write all the pleadings. Um, the uh, lawsuit was for a declaratory judgment that probable cause existed to arrest the prosecutors in the civil case. And they removed it to U.S. District Court. And all of these had a real aggressive tone. Not pugilistic, not threatening, but in your face. Here's the law. And this is, uh, this is irreconcilable, what you've done here. And um, then he filed, a, uh, they dismissed that out of U.S. District Court, uh, probably because there's no authority to remand it to the Superior Court in Washington, but we didn't pursue that civil suit any further. Instead, he filed a motion for curative instruction in U.S. District Court saying, yeah, what they're doing here is a felony, and I can arrest them under state law. I need the court to answer some questions. Can I bring firearms into the court to make this citizen's arrest when they show up to argue their motion? Can uh, uh, you tell me what my rights are if the armed bailiff intervenes on behalf of the prosecutor? And uh, the court found in favor of the IRS, all the records were gone. Um, and uh, so the, the litigant filed a motion to reconsider. Motion to reconsider, uh, let's see. it was stern about the law and in the judge's face, and the judge did not, let's see, gosh, how did this go? Oh, no, it was, uh, the motion to reconsider was not a motion to reconsider. It was called one by us, but um, it was actually a send-off. To the judge saying, well, I expected nothing less of this court having seen its conduct and this presiding officer having read the cases against him. The judge's name is Robert S. Lasnik, and the cases were not against him. I cited two cases and took off the name and put Lasnik in. U.S. versus David Lanier the Tennessee Chancery judge that was convicted of uh, raping women in his chamber, 1997 thereabouts. And I put in Lasnik instead of Lanier. And then cited State of Oklahoma versus Thompson. Took out Thompson and put uh, La uh, put uh, Lasnik. That was an Oklahoma judge uh, convicted of three counts of indecent exposure. His clerk testified against him during the murder trial over the death of a toddler, he was using a penis pump while presiding. So we took those two case numbers and I took out the names of the litigants and put in Lasnik and he filed this send-off saying, yeah, I expected nothing less having read the cases against you. And uh, the judge issued an order saying, uh, uh, the clerk is hereby ordered to redact that paragraph uh, the defendant is hereby admonished, blah, blah, blah. You're fined $1,000. Then he filed a motion to reconsider. And uh, <clears throat> now this person has no life whatsoever. South <laughs> Texas is back. No life. No life whatsoever. So uh, then he filed a motion to reconsider. Uh, the judge fined him $1,000 for misrepresenting authorities on the record. 
and he filed a motion to reconsider that penalty, saying, come on, I was just looking at the authorities that you wrote in your summary judgment in favor of the government, and those don't get to the bottom of the issues at all. They don't even touch the law. I thought misrepresenting authorities as you did it was my invitation to do the same. Please reconsider. Okay? So the whole case was just out of control, and he didn't get indicted. Now, uh, what I would do for this doctor, uh, were he to contract me for a countersuit, I'd take the Steel Billy countersuit, the Steel Billy countersuit, and right now, before criminal gets going, you got to file a countersuit for a clear explanation. And I would countersuit exactly as Steel Billy has. He's on the call. And, uh, it's been a, over five months since the court received the exchange of briefs. The government said, motion to dismiss. He's not entitled to clear explanation. And he answered that, and they answered back. Over five months ago. So, yeah, that's a problem. Don't you think they'd have decided it? should be easy. You already gave judgment to the government in the lawsuit they brought. Well, how does the law work? I want clear explanations of the law. That's where the judge is. He already granted summary judgment to the government despite the law, and the counterclaim sues for a clear explanation of the law that he has to have to justify having given summary judgment to the government. I, no one can do this. Not with the tax code. So uh, in the civil case, if the doctor finds me uh, countersuit and uh, my job is to make the matter of criminal proceedings diminishing returns. So no, I don't do civil, but this is a way to prevent an indictment. And uh, the two Supreme Court filings are over, Chris and Karen. Uh, everything is in the works for two Supreme Court cases uh, to move forward. The court will have their uh, document in a couple days, probably Friday, and uh, then it's game on at the highest level. The Seventh Circuit, uh, I expect within a two weeks probably, the answer by the government to uh, other properties appeal on the Seventh Circuit. He's on the call. Uh, <clears throat> so all the way to the top, and you haven't heard a hiccup, and you're lucky you're not here, because I got this breath, right? No. <laughs> anyway, uh, my back is uh, becoming tense, so I'm, I'm going to bag the call, and uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on the American Liberties call, and uh, Chris can take over from this point, and uh, oh, here, hey, I have three, let me see, four, four originals of the Motor Vehicle Code criminal complaint that you see on wevgov.com. I have four originals, $200 a piece. I manufactured a bunch of originals the day that I mailed this to the uh, Department of Justice and the Homeland Security Committee. It went to the Homeland Security Committee chair, then Peter King, because a rookie on the, committee, on the committee was David Reichert. He was King County Sheriff here in Seattle. 
and he's named as a defendant in that racketeering complaint for the misapplication of the motor vehicle code against travelers. Now, uh, I have four originals left, $200 a piece. Get a hold of Chris. Have a good day, and uh, thanks for everything. Take care. Okay, thank you, Dave, and uh, and hope your back feels better. The uh, what I wanted to say, I'm I'm not going to carry on. I I got uh, I'm in the middle of writing up a document, but I do want to say, you know, that uh, about Noble Eight, you know, today I passed around a video where Joe Bannister was on Laura Laura Ingro's. pronounce the name Laura show on Fox News and um, and Joe you know said you know people got to get together and, and and start writing the congressman and and that fell right into my you know what I want to do and you know many of you know that Joe uh, Joe Bannister is one of the ones that uh, hired Beecraft to do the letter for us um into into the Supreme Court. So that that's kinda unique. And and so I'm going to uh uh go ahead and and uh try to contact Laura to see if if she if, if I can give her what we're doing and what Dave has done and see what I can do. But you know, with that said you know, I got a coach Blaine who has been building and promoting Noble Eight, and man, are we getting off to a late start? And and it's frustrating to try to be a cheerleader to something is not getting up and running, only on the prospects that it will. And I know it will. I know the day's coming where it's going to be opened. And and the money is going to be starting to flow uh, to us as well as to everybody else. And with when it does, that's when I am really going to do whatever I can to get people joined together throughout the country. And if you're in tax court or if you're in the circuit court or whatever. We're going to have all the tools, functions, and features to get this known all over the country. But in the meantime, when news outlets like Fox News are doing such a jam-up job exposing the swamp and what Trump is trying to do, it is for us to pick up what we need to pick up and get and do what we need to do. So keep looking for your emails. I think it'll be in a week or two that we'll be up and running. And and for those uh, those who are already in, as people get in, uh, it is my plan to help you out to get you have people, you know, so you can have people personally enrolled. So with that being said, God bless America. And this call is officially over. Good night.
raggedy ass was toys. I don't like how they act. They act like assholes. Yeah, uh, whatever. Well, well, I don't like you Everybody's thing, but 
not in tune. How about that? That might be a better answer. So you have to be in tune to think. Probably. I bet Tyrone could sing some mean blues. <laughs> I ain't trying to get sick. He just thinks. You can hear him out of the trees. Yeah. Sometimes we'll go. Nah, hell yeah, nah, let's do it. Here we go. Stop it. Hey, I'm burning. Well, we know that Aquila is, 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 you fucking white girl, that baby, that Yeah. Uh, 
the sheep are laughing at the Where are you going? Where are you going? Like, like, where are you? I'm sure you go hook my guitars up and you just, just play. Just play a role, you know, yo. I, my fucking question is, where are my defenders? I know I have defenders in this world. I know there are... The fuck you do. <laughs> Nobody wants to defend your stupid ass. I would you say there is another you fucking all away with your with your fine etiquette and your your in your sleeve. Why would you want to stay in the room here where no one's enjoying you? Why don't you jump around here in the other room? Someone might get Yeah, 
Kind of like when NASA left the camera on the moon so they could take photos of them. Pay them the big bucks. They, they apply the substantive law of the state that you're in because usually there's always a law, right? That I wasn't, I wasn't trying to apply. Johnson, I was in Yellowstone at the federal district, the federal territory. I wasn't even in the state of Wyoming. Okay. Hey, Donaldson, did you ever think yeah. that maybe um, car insurance is not a federal statute, so therefore the federal government could not charge him? Yeah, I thought of that. But I'm not that you mentioned it. The feds have no jurisdiction over motor vehicle matters. It's purely a state thing. So, in fact, mm. they overstep their boundaries by sticking their nose into a state matter. There's no law that says they can do that, so they have to charge them with the state statute. The fact that it's, it's a traffic violation, <laughs> that it happened in, you know, it's kind of unique. It's almost like they didn't know how to prosecute. <laughs> I'm not here to challenge you, Mike. I was just giving a quick mm -hmm. answer to uh, what you say one was saying a second ago. I was responding, responding. Can you just say, okay, thank you? Wait for the next conversation. I thought I was being non-combative. <laughs> All right, good deal. What next? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's my, uh, phase one, keep going. Nicola, you said something? No. Nope. I was just saying, I want to talk about the camera. Not really, excuse me. Did you get a notice from your notice? Is it, is it, what was the trial issue? And that's my second for that. Yeah, I'm studying to be a fucking lawyer, and that's my fucking position. Hang on, hang on. We cannot say the word fucking, nigger, goddamn motherfucker, or anything. You're saying that. I'm studying to be a southern mother, southern mother, succotash. Lawyer, as a constitutional law. Can't say mm -hmm either. Where, where at? Just on your own or like online or where? Well, let's just say I'm studying a bar review book. Let's say the bar school mouth Hey, I studied the bar review book last night. It was the drink menu. <laughs> oh, Donaldson, anything you can uh, like tell us, like what is the win? Yeah, Barack Obama, he holds a high title. He's a high profile person. But he's <laughs> not going to mention the rally. You know, but you're not he going to mention what he's saying. He's not, he's not there with the title. He is not there with the title. Well, he is with both titles. He's still former president and president, and he's yeah. still a registered voter. There's still a jurisdiction. It's like in the airport, you can now um, say, listen, get the thumbprint, and you can go right, through right, the line. Right, 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 right. So listen, every voter has a right to be a juror. Everybody that's 
a constituent can be a journalist. Well, yeah, to, to answer Lenny's question, no, it's completely fucked up. I'm answering. No, it's not fucked up. No. Yes, it is. It's the same plan, and you can got through the line. Why do you say this? And every voter has a right to be a juror. Everybody that's a constituent can be a juror. Thank <laughs> you. 
I do have good reason to play telepathy runs in my family. Telepathy is in my family. That's what I do to find out something. Good, and I believe he's very beneficial. Right. Yeah, we get him. I mean, the whole. The ones who are suing are definitely not on the deed, that's correct. Which is the trustee at the request of another corporation.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.